0: hope is hard to find. A new collection of real-life stories from Fox News's Harris Faulkner reveals how salvation came when it was needed most. Faith still moves mountains. Miraculous stories of the healing power of prayer. Order now at foxnewsbooks.com. She's helped parents do it better since her days at New York 1. Now she helps you hack the parenting code one tip at a time. Shelly Goldberg and the Parenting Express, exclusively on Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, so glad to have you with us. Uh, thank you for making your choice to be here every single day. And uh, Shelly Goldberg helps us on Wednesdays to be a little more practical, uh, not so much uh, news-driven in her segments. Uh, we, we we do sometimes uh, pay attention to what's going on uh, in the news around us and try to react to that. But, you know, from a practical standpoint, uh, even minus the school shooting and other things that happened last week, Memorial Day can not have a very somber and sometimes even sad tone to it, depending on who you are and uh, how long ago you lost a loved one that may have been in uniform. So Shelly Goldberg's back and uh, wanting to help us uh, figure out how to help our kids deal with that kind of garden variety uh, sadness, if you will. Shelly?
1: Thank you, Kevin. Yes, Memorial Day was a difficult weekend for me and uh, uh, for a lot of adults. And certainly it's not just adults that feel sadness, but it's very normal for kids to be sad as well. So I thought, let's talk about that, because sometimes parents aren't quite sure how to deal with that. So, number one, we want what we're really trying to do is convey to children that most of the time sadness doesn't last very long. And then we want to teach our kids how to help themselves. What can they do to feel better? Like us go to a toolbox. And by the way, Kevin, if you're really, really sad or if a child is really sad for a long time and it doesn't go away, then we're talking about depression and something else. And we'll talk about that on, a, on another show, on another, another segment. But there's certainly help and support for that as well. But for this time, we're just talking about, again, as you mentioned, the garden variety. Sadness. Kids can feel sad about small things. You know, It can be, I didn't do well on a test or big things. They're calling me names at school. And so how do we help kids deal with this? Number one, we want to teach kids to name how they feel so that they have the words to be able to say, I feel sad because, to link it with the word because. I feel sad, let's say it's your son, Jonathan. I feel sad because I didn't do well on the test, dad. Or maybe you, Kevin, will mirror or, or somehow reflect back to your children by saying something like, gee, Jonathan, you seem a little sad. Could that have something to do with the test, you know, that you took the other day? So whatever we're doing, we're trying to give them the vocabulary, the language, the the words so they can express how they feel. Two, we want kids, again, to know that they're not alone. This is universal, and it's completely normal. What you don't want to do is say things to your kids like, cheer up. It's not so bad. It's only because, I mean, that's minimizing, you know, what your kids are, are feeling. So you don't want to do that. You want to give them permission to feel sad and to cry, to do all of the above. All right, that's very, very important. You want to teach kids to also think of all the good things in their life. It's about teaching your kids balance so that they're not looking at life, you know, is all black or white. So encourage your kids to make uh, Either write it down, make an actual list or a mental list. Maybe you go around the table and you talk about all the good things in their life to remind them that life is balanced. It's not an overwhelming uh, sadness in their life. You also want to get your kids active. You want to get them out there doing physical things because that really helps when grown-ups are feeling sad and when kids are feeling sad. Arts and crafts also works when you're making something with your hands. Another thing to do is to to look at your child's toolbox list. What's a toolbox list? This is something that parents should be doing when your kids are very little. Make the list and extend it all the way through adulthood, certainly up until age 18. Every time you find your child finds joy in something, put the list down together, whether it's cooking or roller skating or riding their bike or petting the dog. And that list, that toolbox, is where your kids can go when they need to find support when they're feeling sad. Hmm. Also let your kids know that you have sad feelings. Share that with your kids. Visit a local library and find books, tons of books about children's feelings, whether it's divorce or a new school or when a friend moves away. You will find all of that in your local library. Uh, A great website I want to give parents, kids and there's a wonderful article what to do when you feel sad Kevin your thoughts
0: no I think that it is super important to acknowledge this and to not as curmudgeony adults just tell them to kind of get over it or you know ignore it or whatever else I also think it's important not to indulge it too much I think uh, you know uh, allowing an appropriate time and place to be uh, SAT is is a good thing, and it is something that helps us make sense of the world around us. And, and hopefully, uh, you know, they they understand that even better after we help them walk through it. But thank you for your tips today, Shelley. As always, great help. Thank you, Kevin. You got it. Kevin McCullough coming right back. Don't go away.